Welcome to Tech Live. Stephanie Christopher here, CEO of the Executive Connection. We connect leaders with a trusted network of people who help them succeed. Steph, I'm not very good at LinkedIn. I only joined it this year and I don't really know what I'm doing. Do you? I have a lot of contacts and I have people who who have helped me. So you're going to learn something today, Leah, and from our guest who is in fact one of my people, John Bellamy. John Bellamy is an expert on helping small, mid-sized businesses on their marketing, on their sales effectiveness. He's an entrepreneur. He's an investor in a, a number of different kinds of businesses as well. He happens to be, amongst other things, an expert on LinkedIn. John Bellamy, welcome to Tech Live. Thanks for having me. I'm excited about this and I'm horrified as well for that introduction that I've just got on LinkedIn this last year. This last year. Do you know it's amazing? The people, because one of the big things in recruitment now, the first thing you do is go to LinkedIn to check them out. If there's no photo for yeah. a starter, it's kind of, it's quite off-putting. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And and like so many people have got no idea, A, the platform potentially exists or like we're just talking about, don't really know what to do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's really good for me. Yeah, well, that's good. Well, I'm, I'm glad it's good for you. Why don't we start with you? Because cool. the first time we met, mm-hmm. you were, was it Arizona? No, you were somewhere where there were cactus. Yes, it was Arizona. I speak over there quite a lot, except for the last 12 months. But it, yeah, I'm usually over there three, four times It was a year. really cool. And you were sitting looking out to this garden with cacti. It was all very cool. Yeah. And I was asking you about your background because we were going to be talking about digital marketing, marketing. And then I went, oh, you've got a sales background. This is doubly interesting. Yeah. How'd you start selling, John? Uh, I left school yeah, and I got my OP in Queensland back when it was called OP. And uh, I went, oh, apparently I'm stupid. And, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, both parents are teachers, so that went down really well and that got thrown out. And I started knocking on doors, selling Optus TV and modern roof restorations and all of those things. So it was literally, okay, well, I ain't going to uni. Uh, knock, knock, knock. Let's let's go sell some stuff. So that's how I got started. And um, I was out knocking on doors one day and the state manager of a company called Selmat, who's just no longer around now, but yeah, they just sold out. Um, Anne McKechn, uh, she was the state manager back then. She's yeah. like, she called me up uh, next day and I thought she was going to cancel her order. And I was like, damn it, there goes commission checks. Yeah. Um, but no, she was like, I want to offer you a job. You're going to be working uh, probably more hours than you are now. You're going to be earning a lot less, but you're going to get a career. Um, uh-huh. And and by that time, I was getting sick of knocking on doors and I went, yeah. okay, well, let's have, a, let's have a chat. And yeah, I was with working with Selmat and uh, in the letterbox delivery space yeah. and heading up agency area and then that sort of transition into recruitment and then I started uh, doing my own thing. But what was really interesting and tying it back to, to LinkedIn was um, probably probably about three or four years in, um, so we're going back 13 odd years ago, LinkedIn yeah. just started like probably everyone gets, hey, John such and such wants to connect with you, Yeah, started hitting my inbox and I was like, what is this thing? Mm. Um, and I went, hold on, I've got these Rolodexes of business cards maybe I could digitise my network Mm. Um, and that's how I got started. And so that's really what it was for you, thinking how can I solve my own problem of all those cards? Well, yeah, I mean back back in the agency world, like it it was literally as soon as, you know, Suncorp Metway ended a contract with one agency, 
they would enter into another contract with another agency. So the staff at the agency would a lot of the time leave that agency with the contract and then some of them will pop up over here, over here, over here. Yeah. So it was just, yeah, managing that professional network and the, those peer networks, which which was great. And then I had that longer term vision of, do I really want to be an employee or do I want to go and do my own thing? And mm-hmm. I went, okay, well, let's let's build contacts. So that's, that's how I got started. Um, like most people, you know, I, well, probably not like most people back, but back then I was, um, you know, sitting at home drinking a couple of beers, a couple of bottles of wine and going through the Rolodex and going, send connection request. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Next card, send connection request. Yeah. And yeah, a couple of thousand connection requests over two weekends and yeah, we were good. Yeah, all good. <laughs> yeah. So a couple of things. There's um, one of the general views that people used to have that I think a lot of people still hold is that you should only connect with people you know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny because like just when you go to a conference, yeah. you never shake hands or say hi to anybody that you don't know, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. The, like it's it's the it's this extremely limiting belief yeah. um, that, that most people have out there. And and that's what I liken it to. I, I sit there and I go, well, hold on. If you go to a networking function, if you go to a um, you know, a business breakfast, a conference. You're there to meet people. A party. A party. Mm. Like imagine going on a first date and never saying hi to the other person. Like, <laughs> you know, how, how does that work? You've you've got to you've got to reach out and connect with people. I think where um, where people really struggle with that is because a lot of the time I've actually got to go out of my way and do something. Mm. And and you know, most people, including myself, are lazy. You know, so we want the quickest, shortest possible route. So if I've actually got to go out of my way to do that, well, oh my God, that's so tiring. Um, and then the the other aspect of it is the experience that so many people have is that they experience that somebody random is just sending them a connection request or they're just trying to cold call me, but it's a digital cold call. Mm. Um and and a lot of that happens because they just hit the blue connect button. They're not actually taking the time to personalise the connection to the individual or around a target demographic that they're looking at. So I've learned that from you, yeah. that when you said they have to take action, well, it's easy just to press connect, connect, connect. That's kind yeah. of a bit mesmerising. You would always say you have to do more than that. It needs to be a personalised message, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's it's all of it. for me. It's all about meaningful conversations, mm-hmm. right? That that that's the big thing. Like marketing, for me, is having a conversation with your target market, mm-hmm. just like your existing clients. How do you have that conversation? How do you uncover what the problems, what the challenges are, and then you know how can we help them to buy mm-hmm. a solution as opposed to shoving products and services yeah. down their throat? So. Like when it comes to LinkedIn, um, I'm a massive advocate of Sales Navigator on mm-hmm. the platform there. I wish LinkedIn had an affiliate arrangement because I'd be <laughs> driving be around Ferraris guy. off my affiliate <laughs> comms. Um, but they don't, but that's cool. It's still a great platform. So leveraging Sales Navigator to get really clear on, you know, the industries, the the job titles, how many, you know, the headcount, if that's important, keywords, groups that you're looking at, all of those little things to, to make it easier and to make it more meaningful on the connection. Um, but then, you know, it's it's one thing to connect with somebody, but then it's another thing to make sure that your profile is actually structured and written in a way so that when you do send that connection request or someone looks at your profile, like you'd spoken about recruiting before, when someone looks at your profile, it, it's actually professional. It speaks about more and a lot of people go, it's got to talk about you. Yes, it does. But more importantly, how you're going to help solve the problems and challenges that your 
clients if you're using it from a business perspective are facing. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Okay, and we will get to the profile because yeah. you're the master of that. We've written a couple. Including yeah. mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I had a connection request the other day mm-hmm. and I realised I'd fallen into the trap of someone who's doing exactly what you say. Yeah. So this request said, I can see we have a number of people in common. Uh, there was something in the wording, you know. Yeah. Would you do me the honour of linking in with me? Or something, yeah. not quite that formal. Yeah. And I thought, uh-oh, there's a sales pitch coming after that. Yeah. How can you stop your audience kind of knowing exactly what you're up to? How can you look authentic? Yeah. I think I think the key thing that you said there was authentic and at the end of the day, like knocking on doors, like picking up the phone, it's it's a numbers game. Um, I think the the challenge when connecting with people versus just doing a paid ad campaign mm. with ad spend yeah. is that you see the results a lot quicker because in the paid ad campaign, you really don't know who's getting the connection request, right? Yeah. Um, so so with that, you want to be conversational. I like being direct as well. Like don't don't, don't BS people mm. um, from there. So like we, I literally just wrote one from one of our US clients this morning over breakfast and it was um, they work in the employee benefit space mm. and the connection request of I, it's probably not going to be word for word because I won't remember it, but it was like, you know, hi, first name, client's first name here from company. Um, I'm looking to connect with insert the industry professionals like yourself. Um, I would love to have a chat. Um, you know, I'd love to, love to connect and have a chat with you around employee benefits mm. and the systems that we're utilizing now to help simplify the solution. Are you open to connecting? Like it's clear. Right. It's like straight up. I'm, it's not like, oh, hi. Yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, by the way, gotcha. here's a big sales pitch. So yeah. you'd put that in the first message. Yeah. It wouldn't be that thing of, will you connect first? It, it depends on the strategy that they're going with. We're, yeah. We've found that the more, like uh, the, the way I look at it, and this comes back to a sales perspective, is I want yeses or nos, maybes kill a sales conversation. Yeah. yeah so hell yes or yeah, hell no, yeah, no hell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Correct. So, so I like, if we send 100 connection requests, if we get 30 or more that accept it, fantastic. You know, that that's that's great. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, but what you should be able to get 80 or 90. Well, but what if half of them are just pointless? Yeah. You know? Well, let's um, say not interested. Yeah, or not, not <laughs> interested. Yeah, from... Thank you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from, from, from that perspective. So we've found that being, depending on the environment and in like, for example, that that client's perspective, it's quite a competitive space and they're targeting HR managers. Mm. I would rather be really direct with mm. them because we know that these people, they're, they're time poor, they're stressed mm. out, they're frustrated. Don't give me another sales pitch. So if, if we can sort of remove that tension mm. of, oh, here we go, they're trying to pitch me mm. to, hey, yeah, we actually want to have a conversation because because we do a bloody good job you know like let's 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 have that conversation around that so it depends on the industry and and what they're looking to do yeah that's good and i think what you were saying before over breakfast today for you the wording's critical yeah and that goes back to tony hughes who we had on this podcast talking about what's the hook yeah in your message instead of this situation with this person i kind of at the time thought i must clock their name so when they come back up to me i can yeah, de-link in them or whatever yeah. is possible. Yeah, I, I, like I, it's it's one of those things as well. Like I think we and the, and this is me being critical because of in that in that space, but I, I hear it all the time. Oh, John, I hate it when people they just try and spam out a connection request and yeah. they just want to sell me something. And this is business owners, yeah, and I'm like, like, 
But isn't the problem don't you want to do the same thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're trying to sell stuff as well, right? Yeah. So don't get cranky at them because they had the, you know, they had the backbone to actually do something. Mm. Now, is it the right way in how they've done it? Mm. Is it the right messaging, the right tactics and all of that? Well, I mean, we can probably talk about that and tweak those things, but they're giving it a go. Um, and I like personally, I've got more respect for the person that, yeah, you know what, we might, we might've stuffed up the messaging, but at least we had a crack and we put it out there. Perfect example is I'm going to pick on an industry. I love SEOs. this. I love where you're yeah. going. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the Indian SEO companies, right. Mm. Um, and, and I'm picking on them because I get inundated by them every other day. There's a connection request going, John, we're such and such from, you know, Mumbai SEO company. We guarantee first page, blah, blah, blah. It's the usual spiel that comes through. So an SEO. SEO company is a company that can help your rankings yep. on Google yep. based on what you have on your website. Correct. Yeah. Yep. So so they've they've messaged out and they're like, guaranteed first page result, love to connect. And you're like, it's the same, is the, the exact same format as everyone else yeah. that sends it. Um, and you go, have you even like, I don't know, have you even looked at my website? Mm. Have there's all of these questions that come through. Um, sort of like what you were explaining mm. before is all, all of these questions that come through and you know you're going to get pitched, which is fine. I'm, I'm mm. fine with getting pitched on stuff, but it's like, come on, guys, maybe there's a better way potentially to do this. And, and I sit there and I go, at the same time, I go, you know what? That message must be working to some degree. Or they wouldn't keep they using wouldn't it. They wouldn't keep using it. So it's, you know, they're just knocking on more doors. Like mm. they're, they're just sending more connection it's a numbers game to get it through. So... You know, so it's a numbers game, but if we can increase the, you know, the the acceptance rate of those mm. connections, we're going to have a more viable opportunity to have a sales conversation down the track. So if we can go from, I don't know, 10% acceptance rate from spamming out, you know, rubbish to 30, 40% mm. acceptance rate, you know, we're, we're now in, if you, if we look at the follow-up aspect, which is where the sales conversations all happen, we, if we send a hundred connections, we, we can go, we can only have 10 people to follow up or we can have 30 to 40 to follow yeah. up. What would you rather? Yeah. <laughs> so, that, that's good. Yeah. So that's the reason for honing the message. Yeah. Okay, I'm taking you right back now. Yeah. You were talking about, well, first of all, you were talking about, yes, I go to network event, networking events and don't say hello to anyone, you know, yeah. so yeah. that whole pushing so, back on, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right, don't talk to me. I'm only going to connect with people I know, which is weird. Then the other one is, and you kind of challenge my own thinking. I don't want to be sold to. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm a salesperson. Yeah. So what do I think? Why do I think we're? What do I think we're doing here? Yeah. We're not just being friends. I've, I've got plenty of yeah, friends. Yeah, I don't need another friend. Yeah. No. <laughs> so could it be? What about this hypothesis? That if you're challenged with what's happening to you on LinkedIn, perhaps you need to look at your own mindset mm -hmm. about what you're using it for. In business, hundred percent, hundred percent, and and even further to that, I think is we may even if we did connect and we had a conversation, and I was open to having that conversation, we may never transact ever. Mm -hmm. However, I don't know who that person is until I have a conversation. I don't know who they're connected to. Yeah. They could introduce me my next ten thousand, five hundred thousand dollars, whatever client that comes mm. through. I could potentially introduce them. I mean, we're, we're talking like on our inner circle call yesterday with our clients. We, um, one of our new clients came on, and they're in the sustainability space. And I'm instantly going um, to Vic, who's this guy's name, and I in, in, 
instantly said, Vic, before we get into it, can you just do an introduction, a quick 30 second, tell everybody what you're out? Because I know that there's three or four people on this call right now that you guys 100% have to connect offline. Um, mm. Whether something happens now or in the future, I, I, there will mm. be something that will happen, mm. guaranteed. And yeah, a couple of the other um, clients on the call were like, oh, yeah, we need to have a chat about that. Oh, actually, our boss is at this conference right now. Oh, okay. Blah, blah, blah. And they're doing a lot in the um, food mm. um, sustainability space. And mm. yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite interesting. So it's just those things being open to that conversation. It's being intentional about why mm. you're on the platform in the first place. Yeah. If you're dragged kicking and screaming to LinkedIn, yeah. well, then don't waste your time. 100%. There's, pl- there's plenty of things out there. And, and, and let, let me be clear, like I, I'm not... I'm not against Facebook or Instagram or any of the other platforms or anything like that. I've just my I've niched my way down into LinkedIn. Mm. Um, we still use the other platforms, but I just specialize in in LinkedIn and people are everywhere. It's it's meeting them, you know, a lot of marketers will talk about meeting them where they're at, mm. you know. So wh- what are they using? You know, last year we created or sorry, end of last year, yeah, we created a group um, that we wanted to sort of mitigate a bit of risk with Mm -hmm. LinkedIn, with all the cancelling of stuff going around at the moment. So instead of like the right thing to do, you would think, would be for me, I've got a few, you know, connections out there, would be to create an actual LinkedIn group on LinkedIn. Yes. But I didn't. I created the LinkedIn group on Facebook. Yeah, right. Um, And it was purely from a risk mitigation perspective. Yes. I just, if I got shut down or something like that on LinkedIn, I'd lose everything there. Yes. Whereas I'm like, okay, well, if I build this over on Facebook, well, there's a different channel over there. And it's and it's interesting, you know, we're messaging people out on LinkedIn saying, hey, we'd love you, you know, come and join our group. And, yes. and you know, people are connecting and coming over on Facebook and then others are like, oh, no, no, no I definitely don't do Facebook. We're like, hey, it's cool, no worries. Mm. We're just sharing a little bit different content over there. Um, so it's, it's just meeting them where they're at and having that conversation, which is why, you know, things like, you know, LinkedIn, email marketing, all of those things are really important. The, the sales process behind it, picking up the phone still really important. Yes. And just having those conversations. I think that's the under the undercurrent is yeah. like for me, it's LinkedIn is about connecting with the right people in order to steer a conversation off platform so we can get to know each other better. There's the art and we yeah. won't get to that in this one yeah. because that's the art to it, getting them off platform. Yeah. So LinkedIn isn't, am I right? About putting up a photo of you and your team at an awards night well, last week. Well, depending on what the what the context of the photo is, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if it's a terrible photo, if it's you know, if it's you drunk at a <laughs> you know with cocktails in your hand or something like, I'm not, I don't yeah. mean you, Stephanie. No, I mean no, in general. Like, yeah, of course not. With cocktails in your hand, probably not the best place to put it. But I probably wouldn't even go and put that on Facebook either. Mm. Um, you know, I, I think it, it once again it depends on the strategy. So, um, you've really got to be thinking about that. Me personally, I don't post updates like photos and things like that on the link on the platform as much as I probably could mm. um, because we do a lot more in the messaging side. Mm. Um, so we'll, I'd rather send a personalized message with a link to a video or a link to a webinar or whatever it might be. But if you are posting content, just be thinking about like I'm not the branding expert, but how is this going to be portrayed on the brand? Yeah. But most importantly, it's got to be authentic. You know what I mean? That, like that's that's the key with it, um, and that's where sort of LinkedIn Stories is going really well because it's it's giving businesses that opportunity to you know that the behind the scenes. Like we're doing this interview now, 
photos, but hey, this is what we're doing today. Right, you like know? Instagram stories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, so great. yeah, so they're, they're starting to do that and they've we won't get into it, but they've got some ads now that you can go on Target and do all those things okay, on stories. Okay, cool. So, Relevant yeah. for a conversation yeah. we're going to have in half an hour. Exactly. Let's talk then about your profile. Mm-hmm. Be intentional about why you're on LinkedIn. What do I need to do with my profile? Yeah, cool. The, the biggest misunderstood thing on the platform, I reckon. Uh, so there's there's really, there's a whole bunch of things you can do with your profile. But if I break it down to the top five, in my opinion, um, from what we've seen over the years. So, so number one is your profile photo. And I'm going to incorporate the banner that sits behind your profile photo in there. Um, it's a lot of the time it's vacant real estate unutilized real estate with that banner. Um, so if we talk about that banner first, there's there's a couple of things that you can consider there. Number one, just the basic solid color or lifestyle type image, whatever type of imagery you're doing and your logo, right? That's, that's one of the simplest things you can do. Um, second one, you can incorporate some type of positioning statement mm-hmm. um, in there, which really, you know, is quite good. Or the third thing could be specialization. So, you know, we're specializing in X, Y, Z, but you utilize that banner mm-hmm. um, just for that, that visual effect. Uh, the profile photo, I mean, I'm a big fan of getting a photographer in to do stuff, yeah. but if the budget isn't there or whatever it might be, get your iPhone or your Samsung or whatever and just just get a decent photo. Yeah. Um, it doesn't, it, you know, John holding a fish would be stupid. Yeah. Um, unless I was a fisherman. What you about know? your tuxedo on at a wedding? Yeah, probably not. I'd, I'd literally just go get a photo. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not hard. So, yeah, that, that's that's it. But, I mean, they sound so simple, but their simple things are often, mm-hmm. you know, overlooked. Um, the, the next thing that I'd look at would be your headline. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is typically just pre-populated from LinkedIn with your most recent um, job title mm-hmm. um, and the company name. So it could be like CEO and then the company name, for example. Once again, this is a positioning statement. Um, you want to be very intentional and clear about how you can help people. And it could be as simple as, you know, we work with insert target market, helping them achieve X result. Yeah. You know, something as simple as that. Um, but it's it just clearly articulates what mm-hmm. you do. And then we come down to the, the background summary or what LinkedIn now call the about section. Most people, which blows my mind, they leave it blank. And then when I ask them, I'm like, oh, hey, I'm curious, why have you left it blank? They're like, I didn't, I didn't know it was there. I didn't know why it was relevant. I really find it hard to write about myself. And that's typically why mm. um, they've left it blank. So here, this is for me, this is the most important part. So my belief is I hate third person bios. Mm. Like I, I can't stand it. Mm. Um, that's because That's it's me. not a resume. Well, it's not a resume. And like if we're going in here and go, hi, John Bellamy here yeah. and John is the – it just – it's so – it's not conversational. Yeah. So when we're writing those profiles for our clients and that, we follow um, this framework, which is story, segue, sell. So we want to start with a story angle. And you're writing it in the eyes of your key target demographic. So so what's that story angle that's going to capture their attention, right, and get some emotional connection to the rest of it so they want to read on. Um, you, you segue into who you are, your company, your experience, maybe drop in a couple of client testimonials. Um, and then the sell component isn't, you know, have you got a heartbeat and a credit card? Let's do some business. It's selling the reasons why someone would want to connect with you on LinkedIn. If you're looking for. Correct. Yeah. Maybe we should just connect and have a chat. Yeah. You know, it's something as simple as that. So you want to get that right. 
Um, so that's the third thing. Uh, fourth thing is I'm just going to say keywords. So mm -hmm. you just want to be thinking about keywords and phrases because uh, your LinkedIn profile not only will benefit you on LinkedIn, but it'll also benefit you on Google. Yeah, right. Um, really strongly. Because LinkedIn's is, the first thing that's going to come up. More often than not, it's it's on there. And um, this is where most particularly more heading towards medium to larger size businesses are massively missing out mm. right now, hugely. Mm. Like if all they did was get their their team on on board with writing their profiles, their their organic SEO, SEO right yeah. nice, yeah. So that would help. Great uh, tip. Yeah, and then the final thing is the experience section followed to your company page. Mm. Um, so the experience section there, you, like you can write about you if you're an employee and you're looking for a job, or you'd write about what you did in your role and all of that. But more importantly, like somebody like yourself, Stephanie, and other business owners, business owners and CEOs and leaders out there, you want to write about the company, mm. um, what the company can can deliver in there. Yeah. Um, and most importantly from that experience is tie it through to the actual company page. Mm. Um, the amount of times, like we, you know, we write profiles all the time, the amount of times where we look at the person's profile and we're like, you don't have a company page. And they're like, yeah, we do. But uh, it's not linked. It's not linked. Um, and you're like, so I'm clicking in it. It's like going to a website with a dead link, right? Mm. So, yeah. Wow. I love presentations or any any conversation like this where I think I've got to get back to the office because I've got stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got a whole team whose LinkedIn profiles we need to sort out based yeah. on this. John, what I've heard from you loud and clear, it's a conversation. If you're not comfortable with a conversation, then why are you in a conversation? It's a conversation. Yeah. Have a strategy. Be very clear about what your intent is for use of this platform. And you've suggested Sales Navigator is a, a next level of depth of tool that you can use. Yeah. And in your own provocative and entertaining way, you have shared with us five very, very valuable tips for how to get your LinkedIn profile in good order for all of the things we've just talked about beforehand. That was great. It was fast and furious. There's always so much more to talk about. But John Bellamy, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Discover more about tech at tech.com.au.